Do you know what's wrong with you? No, what? Nothing. It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson's Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Hi, everybody. Happy weekend to you. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We are Mance and Mitchell in your ears for the hour, ably assisted by our buddy on Saturday, tall guy Nathan Miller. Nathan, how are you doing today, young man? Good morning, Gary and Suzanne. And I'm doing just fine looking out the window, though, and seeing that fall is completely among us in the Seattle area. Lots of orange, yellow, green trees out there. And of course, all the rain. Nice. We know what you mean. Outside, I'm looking out at our Florida room here, and through the screen, we see that the palm trees are a lovely autumnal shade of green as their (laughs) fronds wrap around us like the wings of an angel here in Florida. This is a good time of year. I've always enjoyed fall and spring. People will ask me sometimes, going back years, well, what's your favorite season? I said, I really have two. I mean, I love fall i was born in the middle of september so to me that feeling of fall is just innately good and then when you get to springtime oh man i can remember when i was living in an apartment in the renton highlands and when it was the first day of spring i just stepped out onto the balcony and took it all in like i was taking a spiritual bath you know how how welcome it is when that weather first starts to change Well, you can even smell it, too. Literally, that first rain of spring just has a really different and pleasant smell to it. And both those uh, spring and fall times, they're kind of like the in-betweens of the season. So if you want a little bit of summer, you can probably have some summer. If you want some winter, there will be some (laughs) winter, too. Wait 20 minutes. Yes, Yes, exactly. The next couple days will be different. People in Florida love to say we have two seasons here in Florida, hot and hotter. And, you know, it's more true than not. That's why you don't see your neighbors much when it's summertime and and you're just about drinking the air that you're trying to breathe. If you go outside, people just stay in with the air conditioner on it. It's Mm -hmm. just the way of life in Florida. But then eventually comes winter. Oh, baby. That's it. When I'm wearing shorts to take the trash out on a Sunday night in December and then January, I feel like I'm getting away with something. I almost feel guilty. And you can always tell where people are coming from in the airports, too. Like, what? What are you wearing? (laughs) Yeah, like the guy from Boston years ago. Suzanne and I landed at Tampa Airport, and we're at the baggage claim. And I step outside to see what the weather is like. The guy who just flown in from Boston did the same thing. And he steps outside right into the lane where cars are approaching. And for a second, he goes, this is February. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, you must have come that's from there, mean. didn't you? <laughs> yes, and that's and that's the way it's like. But Seattle in fall, gorgeous. The air is crisp, and I wish I could get out there real soon to be among our buds, our metaphysical peeps, one of whom, in her stellar fashion, has agreed to spend the hour with us today, Suzanne. She's a, a friend that we have met. She's a friend who has guest hosted our show She is a friend that we love getting together with in person and on the radio. Mary Beckman is a master galactic healer, medical intuitive, evidential and trance medium, and metaphysical teacher. 
Her prowess with healing and providing personal readings for people is well known throughout the spiritual community. You may have subscribed to her podcast, Metaphysical Meltdown, in which she interviews people from all over the world, discussing all things paranormal and spiritual. Mary's strong belief that everyone is intuitive and can easily learn to heal themselves and others is evidenced throughout her work in the community and in her writings. She is the author of the book, The Art of Your Energy, Galactic and Celestial Light Codes for Healing and Empowerment. And what we hope to accomplish this hour is to give you tools for self healing. Welcome to Manson Mitchell, Mary Beckman. So great to have you here with us today. Nice to be here, friends. And you know what the funny thing is, is I was reading the memories on first book today, and I was with you guys on this day in 2017. Really? Oh, really? So you're a, a fall person with us, and you've been on all different kinds of times of the year, <clears throat> but happy to have you in some of our favorite seasons. Me too. I love fall. It's funny right now, though, because it's like he was saying that, it, it, you know, it's just getting into this really rainy part right now, but it's slightly warm. It's really odd, like something's going to happen. Mm, mm. Like, like a cool blast of nice warm rain or something. I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> I wanted to get right into the art of energy. And it was interesting when Nathan was saying, I'm looking out the window and I'm seeing, you know, oranges and golds and greens, you know, all the, all the colors of fall. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is in the work that you do, what does it mean when people are drawn to certain colors? I have a, a girlfriend who loves, loves, loves orange. She's very drawn to orange. Um, I've been doing, um, I, I'm drawn to yellow and green, and I've been choosing those colors for my home decorating. And so I'm wondering, what is the relationship with the colors, the chakras, and the energy healing from your work? Say a little bit about that. Oh my gosh, so much to say about color because you can use color for healing and all of the colors mean something different. And so when I do a reading on someone and the blue light comes in or the pink light comes in, so say for pink, we'll start with that. Pink light is always going to be for me, the Holy Mother. That's one of her symbols that she comes in with. And it's very smooth, healing, beautiful energy. When I see blue light, just really light celestite blue, I know it's the angels coming in. When I see orange or red on a person, sometimes they can be angry and we'll work through that. And so then it could be, gosh, I mean, my, my color to wear is black because I like the piece of it. It's peace and it it's, um, helps you block, you know, an energy that's coming that maybe you don't want to have get you. <laughs> so so it's, part of what you're looking at is people's aura colors. If, if people are just wondering, why am I drawn to yellow or why am I drawn to orange? Do you see a relationship between the color that people want to be surrounded by and what is going on in their energetic field? Because maybe you're seeing blue, but you're talking to a person who loves uh, orange. Right. They could be attracted to it because they want to support their chakra. Ah. Their, what is it? The second chakra, I think. Right. 
And so if they need support there, they're going to want to wear it, be around beautiful carnelian color maybe, or um, gosh, I can't think of the other one. There's a bunch of orange stones. And sometimes there are people are attracted to that so that they can smooth out their energy or that they can work through what they need to. And that's not necessarily going to be their aura color. No. The, the one they're attracted to is not the same as the color that might be surrounding them in their etheric field. Right. Not always. And the first thing I see with people is that color. That's the very first thing. And your higher self in my work calls the color that you want to walk out onto the path, which we call the template, or I call the template in my book. Uh, the first color will come up. If it's that celestite blue, that gray, silvery blue, that means I'm in the presence of a beautiful angel. That's what we're going to do is work together. Me and my client and that client is probably an angel. And so we walk out on that celestite path, that blue path, and all the information comes on the path. I want, um, I also want to ask you, when, when you say that anybody can use their intuition for self-healing, I wanted you to say something since there's a lot in your book about things to do and things to say. And what is it about speaking that can affect a healing? What, what is that relationship? The vibration of the word. It's, it's akin to when I do a healing on someone I can't see. So they call in on the show, or maybe they just call on the phone. As soon as they say their name, I can see their info. So that's a word, their name, right? And so um, as we speak beautiful passages or, or anything written, uh, it can make changes in the body. And so it's an intention, right? Because it has to go through your brain <laughs> to start out with. So if my intention is to ground, I'm going to say I ground in the poles of new earth because the poles on the earth are different. And this earth is different. It's new earth now. We're in a higher dimension. So you don't want to do grounding like you used to. We want to do grounding 2.0. So if I say, hey, I'm going to ground into the poles of new earth, my body will clunk right in there. So that's an intention, a spoken word, and I'm going to feel myself do it. Is that, is that spoken word kind of essential for self-healing? I think it's a big part of it, yes. Yes, yeah. because when I channel and I get those beautiful words from the holy ones, I can feel that run through my body. And that's just listening to them or writing it down because I like to write down what they say so I can go back over and, and get it again. I love that feeling of the brand new, the brand new communication in my body. I had something happen the other day that was probably the biggest message I ever received. I was trying to be cool, <laughs> but I couldn't. It was a steamroller energy. And right after that guide came through, I saw Master Jesus and he said, you're okay. You're all right. <laughs> because I was just absolutely gobsmacked with the message. So words are huge. What if you don't believe what you're saying? Can you, can you fake it till you make it? Are the words important enough that you should say them whether or not you believe them? Well, the mind, in my humble opinion right now, is just irrelevant. So those, those words are going to go into your body if you have the intention. So let's just say uh, you don't believe the power of prayer. Some people don't. Um, if you read a beautiful prayer, your, mi your mind might just be saying, oh, you know what? I don't believe it, but I'm going to say it. My intention is to say it so that if something happens, I'm going to be open to it, right? 
And then you can feel it go into the body. The body will tell you everything you need to know these days. That's the, the goal, in my humble opinion, is that our bodies are ready to speak. And so sometimes, I mean, gosh, do you remember the, um, I've listened to people uh, reading poetry before, and you know that feeling you get? It's almost like looking at a really incredible old painting or a really beautiful rock or a really beautiful tree or being at the being in Sedona and seeing those rocks. That's the feeling that sometimes words will give us. Does that make any sense? <laughs> Is there, here's a question from out of left field. Is it possible to make where you live a mini Sedona? Isn't that essentially what you're doing, Mary, where you live? Sure, absolutely. Um, when I got here, I saw that the, the land wasn't very fertile. So I brought in crystals and shungite and shungite powder in my yard, and things are doing so much better. And then I opened up the golden column of light and the stargate. That made everything completely different. And so once we did that, the healing is huge. And so you can make your own little greenhouse in your yard, your own little protective or armored area. Um, you can create heaven on earth, basically, by your thoughts, your intentions, what you bring in with those gorgeous crystals. Um, just, well, you know how it is. Some of the beautiful places on earth are the places that people have come to to pray for eons. And that opens that up, right? We're attracted to those places in Sedona because of what happened before. And why, why is it expansive to speak to somebody like Goddess Kuan Yin? It's because a billion people have spoken to her for years. That energy is right there. And she'll come and help you. And so you can, you can definitely make heaven on earth. That's, that's what we're doing right now. That's what new earth is. It's what the new human is doing. When Gary and I were living in Bothell, Washington, uh, we were the first people to live in a brand new apartment. And so when, uh, when we went in, I had to actually take the tags off the appliances because oh, wow. everything was brand, brand, brand new. And um, we stayed there 10 years before we moved to Florida. And I said to Gary, whoever gets this apartment after us is going to be really lucky because we infused every room with so many good feelings and so much love while we were there. Yes. And, and I thought, you know, this will be a good place for somebody to come into. They, they should be able to feel that. Yes. And that's the, that's the biggest thing anybody can do is use that love energy. That love energy is going to open anything. And in fact, uh, one of the families I was staying with, um, they were actually traveling while I was there and I did a lot of work at their house and they could feel it when they came home. They could feel the difference in their house. Uh, we were talking earlier about speaking your word. What kind of role do you think a ritual plays in speaking? Do you want to, do you want to, do you want, what is it? Are they good habits to get into to, to do things in a ritualistic way? Oh, you could. It just depends on you. I think setting up, say, setting up an altar or setting up a, a grid, a crystal grid, all starts with an intention. So let's just say you want to support your yard for uh, growth of your plants. How about that? You could set up a beautiful grid in your yard to support 
And so you would call in the elementals, you would call in nature overall, and you would explain nature, holy one, because it's a being, right? Just like earth, holy one, I wish to grow plants here. And I would like to bring in this glorious sunlight. I'd like to bring in beautiful weather. And I'd like these plants to be able to thrive and feel great here. And above all, I love this spot. I love this house. And in this love, I ask to please grow uh, what I need to survive and thrive. I'll tell you what's interesting about that. I have a spot in the backyard where two plants have died. And I I think I need to go and talk to the ground over there because I'm afraid to plant a third bush in the same place where two bushes have died. Right. Just uh, put your shungite, a little bit of shungite, just a teeny, teeny bit. You don't need much and some crystals. And then just go out there and say, I know you want to make it. I know you do. There's something about this spot uh, that I want to infuse with the biggest amount of love. You just bomb it, love bomb it and say, I'm ready for uh, some hot plant to grow there. (laughs) I wonder if it had something to do with my intention because Part of the reason I want a nice big plant there is to offer some screening from a neighbor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've been talking are. about uh, me on my wish list. Number one, enclose the room, which also helps when a hurricane's in town because you get your storm mm. windows there. And I would wall off that aforementioned section <laughs> where uh, sometimes noxious stimuli emanate there oh. and to just have the use. The other thing is if you make it a mixed use room, because we have stone tile down there and it's not carpeted there. One of the things you can do is anything year round. You get some air conditioner in there. You get yeah. some, uh, some kind of uh, the storm shutters. I'm talking about furniture. That's appropriate. You can get area rugs. So that you're not walking on stone and you can turn any space into something of your own creation using positive, loving energy, and then don't even worry about the neighbors. I'd be talking to that stone floor. Say, okay, very earthy. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for supporting us. And I know that you can give up some great vibrations. So uh, I'm going to ask that your vibrations take the place of what's emanating from next door, even though we love our neighbors and we wish them the best. And we also wish that a little less of their, whatever it is, smell comes over. And oh, that, I'm not sure it's so much a smell. It's well, more, we're not, it's, it's more like a loud voice. We're, we're not oh, saying, that, okay. we're not saying that they don't bathe. We're saying that we don't, we just don't need the dubious benefit of all that free advice that wafts our way. If you're smelling anything, that's what it would be. Okay. No, sorry about that. I, I had to snort when I laughed there. I, somehow I thought it was a smell because she said emanation. So I thought, Oh, this isn't good, <laughs> but that floor can work for you. Cause I remember when we got here to this house our countertops are quartz and i said you are so beautiful are you cool with us being here oh yeah yeah and then i put all the rocks in here so they're rocks they they're living too well i love that i wanted to ask you mary because i have done this in the past and may do it in the future if i find the right piece of furniture and the right space for it tell us a bit about altars establishing your own altar i assume it's going to as it did for me years ago that it will reflect who you are and where you are aspirationally at this point in your life and then you objectify it 
while relating to it in the form of this physical space that you create for a sacred purpose. That's a wonderful and major undertaking. It is. And if you think about it as being big fun to put all of your favorite things out in a sacred way, and some people dedicate their altars, they could dedicate it to whoever, whatever saint they love or, or whatever guide they love. Um, mine has a lot of rocks on it, and I use mine for clearing, basically. I'm an energy worker above everything else that I do. And so I have rocks all over the house, and they're all doing something. So we've all had a chat. And if they're in the bedroom, they're helping us sleep. If they're in the living room, they're clearing. They're clearing for anything that comes through the house. And anytime I get maybe a letter or I buy something new or I have a new rock or whatever, all goes on the altar for clearing before I play with it. So it kind of just depends on what's your goal, what's your intention and what is your goal about making an altar? Do you just want something really beautiful uh, as, a, um, uh, as a focus point? Some people do that too. Um, but mine's a working altar. It's going to clear you. Well, mine was a working altar, and I would hope to do that again sometime on the basis of my desire to connect with oracles of divination. You talk about a workspace. It's, I want it to be beautiful. That's the aesthetic part. But I'm interested in knowing where can I lay down a cloth where I used to, to set down I Ching cards or runes. Yeah and draw from my higher self and from it's pretty much channeled through the subconscious as I've experienced it in order to live better and live more wisely. I can't think of a better use of a little bit of space wherever you dwell in order to focus on how can I make all of this better? How can I make sure I'm still on my path? Exactly. So the one next to me where I'm sitting in my office here is a Reiki grid. And so it's constantly working too. And I think it affects uh, the yucky energy that comes over Zooms and um, computers and that kind of stuff. It keeps it all smooth. So I wouldn't want to do a, a situation, you know, where I'm talking to a lot of people without my altar because the energy of the stones. I mean, I've got I've got a lot of galactic kind of stones on there and I want to be able to support myself so I can uh, bring through the, the information that I need to in a clear way without effects before we go to break which we're coming up on pretty soon uh, mary i wanted you to talk a little bit about um, what is in your book you the subtitle of your book is galactic and celestial light codes for healing and empowerment the healing that you're talking about emotional physical spiritual healing uh, you have gotten some light codes for that healing, and we don't hear everybody talking about that. This is something that has come to you, and you have this have made this available to anybody who would like to to use that. Whether you're a professional healer or maybe you would like to heal yourself, emotional healing, physical healing, spiritual healing. Where did these codes come from? How did you put this all together the way that you did? Well, curiously, I could see them around me and around other people that I was working on, and they just looked like squiggles. So I knew something was happening. And then I was in a class. It was a Corona and Holy Fire class, uh, Reiki, taught by my friend uh, Kelly Herbert. She traveled here to teach 
a, a class. And as I was sitting in there, I knew what was inside me. I could see it. It looked like, as my friend called it, a landing strip of coding inside my body. So I thought, okay, that's what I'm seeing. That's what this is all about. And I understood the book I was writing is going to be about that. So the book that you were talking about there is about everything that I know to date about what I do for uh, helping people. And then I included the codes. And so the codes were inside me. They were stuffed inside me from many, many, many long, long ages ago. And now it's appropriate to have them be outside myself. So guidance gave them to me four and five codes at a time. I drew them. My husband is a graphic designer, so he was able to draw them and make them look pretty. Uh, They don't look like everybody's codes. They just look like little icons, but the power is fantastic. Uh, The brand new ones that I brought in um, have an additional power to them. It's it's my next level. And so um, the one I brought in the other day settles your chili down. It clears your mind and it helps you settle your emotions. And that one is huge. So I've been playing with that. I play with it in my small group because we've been having classes for the art of your energy for the last few months. And so there's a certain amount of people that are in this new group and I blasted everybody and everybody said, oh my gosh, it's a spiritual Valium. (laughs) It's like, it really settled them. It settles you, it fine points your thought. It's, it's beautiful. I kind of think it has more to it than that, but I'm just getting used to playing with that one. When when you talk about having these icons that were um, put in there by your husband, little little pictures of of things, and when you are when you you're using the book, when you're using the the icons, the the light codes, they they have a, a specific purpose to clear something out or release something. Mm-hmm. And, and so what are you doing with the icon looking at it or absorbing it or, or what, what is it that if somebody were to, were to want to try to heal themselves, what would they be doing with the codes? What they're doing with the codes. them? Yeah, they're doing a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> interesting about the human body is that human body can do a lot of things. We're just beginning to understand what it actually can do. Right. And so if you need to, if you want to use the code yourself on your, on you and others, it's important to take the class. It's just like Reiki. That's what they explained to me. They said, these are sacred. So you have to teach people how to use them. And once I teach people how to use them, then they can teach the class. It's just an ever-evolving thing, just like Reiki was. And I'm assuming it's going to go all over the place because I've already taught uh, four classes and three or four small ones. And so each each code is single and everything you need unto itself, but they're also in groups. So we have the prepare codes, the release codes. They all do something different and you can put them together in a, they call it a stream. My guides and higher self knew to call it a stream. That's all of them, all 33. There's actually already printed and ready to go five new ones and seven more are in the hopper ready to get a number and three more just got birthed the other day. So this new book will probably also have 33. I just don't have everybody's name. It's not all registered yet. 
Uh, the ones in the book, of course, are registered. They're mine, and they were mine for a few minutes until now. I'm giving them away. Right. <laughs> and now they're everybody else's. But people tell me, wow, that's a lot of info. Boy, that was really easy. So once they understand how to use them, they're off to the races, and they they're using them like crazy. Well, I like that. We're going to take our one and only break of this hour. And since you are doing more classes and people can sign up for the class, get the book and you're off to the races, I just want to encourage people to get pen and paper handy while we're on the break and, uh, and be ready to hear the information about how you can take the art of your energy to heal yourself and others. So stay with us. No, we haven't mentioned any phone numbers. Well, do you want to mention a phone number? I think we should because there might be listeners right now who are eager for a blast of Beckman. Ah. They they want to experience the Beckman blast. They're so mushroom cloud optional. But the idea is if you want to call one of two numbers that Suzanne is about to provide, maybe you want a little help with what's going on in your life. Maybe you have an idea for an altar that you'd like to share with us. I'm all ears. Maybe there's a problem that you have and that someone shares with you and even at a distance can benefit from what Mary Beckman has to say about it. So let's open up these phone lines. We've got half a show to go. Let's see what we can do for you. Maybe it benefits all of us. Who knows? What are the numbers, Suzanne? From anywhere, call area code 425-373-5527. If you're in Western Washington, additionally, there's a toll-free number, and that's 1-888-298-5569. So if you want to get up close here with Mary Beckman and give this a try, you're welcome to do that. Otherwise, I have still a long list of questions to ask. We're inviting you to drop into a conversation to which you are welcome, and hopefully we learn something along the way. Thanks so much for listening to us. We have a break to take. Let's do that. We'll be back with more of Manson Mitchell, more of Mary Beckman right here and now. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash manceandmitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. 
Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. Manson Mitchell go all spooky for Halloween weekend. On Friday, Nicole Strickland and Joey Medea tell tales of ghost ships, haunted staterooms, and nautical nightmares. On Saturday, Matt Shea explores haunted lighthouses from coast to coast. You'll need to leave the lights on for his spooky stories. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our very special guest this hour, Mary Beckman. Mary, if people would like to learn more about the art of your energy, about healing themselves, healing other people, maybe taking a class with you, where is the place where they should go and what do you have coming up? Okay, you can go to marybeckman.com. It's M-A-R-I-B-E-C-K-M-A-N.com. That's my website. It tells you all about uh, me and a little bit about the codes. Um, the classes, the brand new class is coming up. My next one in line is November. November, uh, oh, I wrote it down too. 13th and 14th. It's my last class of 2021. So if you want to get in there. Um, it's a four hour class for two days. So it's a Saturday and Sunday. You take four hours to raise your energy to the point you can accept the codes. Second day, you learn how to manipulate the codes. It's really a lot of fun, uh, but you should, uh, you know, have that time to do it four hours and four hours. Uh, you can get the book locally at um, Crystal Spirit on 38th Street here in the Taco. And then you can also get the get it at uh, Mystical Wares up in Mount Vernon, or you can get it on um, Amazon. You can get it through my publisher, Doce Blant, D-O-C-E-B-L-A-N-T, or you can get it from me. If, if people are thinking, you know, I might want to do that for a couple of days that weekend, November 13 and 14, how much knowledge do they have to have about healing before they take your class? Zip. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The energy, those codes are so easy. Once you figure it out, once you figure out how to pass them, what you do when you hold them in your mind and body, what you do with them. And once you get your energy up to accept, that's the deal. you got to get your energy. So the lowest amount of energy any aggregate class ever had was 15%. <laughs> it was a really big energetic weekend, and everybody was very low energy. And we got them to 100% by the end of that day. And then the next day, they were able to do it. So I've also taught them those codes to some of my besties that are in the biz, and those people come in at 100%. So that class takes a lot less, but that's only offered to my own personal friends because I can. <laughs> okay. So it, it, you can be at any level and still get a lot out of this, whether you're a, an advanced healer already or whether you're, you're interested, but you haven't done it before. No matter what level you're at, you can work with Mary Beckman. And that's what we needed to know. Okay. MaryBeckman.com, M-A-R-I-B-E-C-K-M-A-N. And we do have some people calling who would like to talk with you. So are you ready to talk to some people? Yes. Let's talk to Jackie from Surprise, Arizona. And interestingly enough, Jackie's called before. So thank you for calling back, Jackie. We recognize you as a listener to the show. Say hello to Mary Beckman. 
Hi, Mary Beckman. I uh, I love your guys' show. I listen to it on Friday and Saturday, and you know, if you if you played it seven days a week, I'd probably listen every day. So thank you. <laughs> Words to live by. <laughs> I like it. Um, Mary, Mary, my question is, is I took a Reiki class and I became a Reiki master, and, but there, I feel like I'm missing something in it. And um, I, I guess, I'm, I guess that I'm trying to figure out what, what could I be missing. Uh, the, I, I got the concept. I know the basics of it, but I just feel like I, I, I don't know that I'm actually doing it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so I don't think you're, you're, I don't think you're missing a thing. I think you're thinking. <laughs> so your energy uh, is both thinking and probably if you had more energy, you'd be thinking some more. And so it's best if you just don't. So welcome to trying to get your brain to stop thinking. It just, it's gonna <laughs> brain's brain. Okay. But the idea is more meditation, more going outside, more loving on those big rocks and the awesome ground and trees that are around there and surprise Arizona. So I don't think you're missing a darn thing. Is it Yasui Reiki that you took? Uh, is it what? No, I'm sorry. Did you take Yasui Reiki? Yes, it is. Okay. So that's, that is a beautiful, beautiful concept, but lower energy um, compared to like laser Reiki, Karuna and Holy Fire Reiki, uh, Stargate Reiki, that kind of stuff is higher energy. And so okay. you could just go on if you want to go on. You're probably getting massively pulled by the your, your beautiful uh, area around you. You probably just want to go up, go up a little higher. So um, uh, you're also really slimed by the collective. Can I clear you? Please do. Okay, so here comes the code. Okay, and now go ahead and imagine that you're standing in a golden column of light in my stargate. And so what I'm asking you to do, please, is to see a blue column of light around you, kind of skinny, between heaven and earth. Please to see that you have cards all over your body facing out. So beautiful faces of the cards all over the body. And go ahead and hit the red button that is in front of your eyes there. Hit it. Feel the energy come up. Clear off of your feet, ankles, shins, knees hands, torso, entire body, neck, head, go, 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 go. Now go ahead and say out loud, my crown chakra. My crown chakra. I adjust you. I adjust you. To the perfect position for me. To the perfect position for me. Okay. And now go ahead and let go of that piece of metal that you have between your hands. It looks like a pipe. Go ahead and let it go on three, one, two, three. That's just trying to control. There's no control. Okay, you need two codes. Is it page one? Is it page two? Is it page three? Is it number one? Number two? Number three? Hitting you with the grief code. Does that make sense? The grief code? Yeah. Clearing release around the neck and around the foot and in the heart. Okay, your energy is really open now. Can you tell? I can feel it. I'm buzzing. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's some of the new stuff I've been doing lately. It makes you buzz. So don't be surprised if you're buzzing for a few days, that's that brand new. And so I'm going to clear your mind and energy. It's available for anybody, even guest hosts. So if everybody sits with hands and feet apart, not guest hosts, but hosts of show, everybody pay attention here. Here it comes. Okay, my dear, I hope you have a better day. 
Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Jackie. Call us anytime, Jackie. Your spirits need a lift. Call Jackie. That's right. (laughs) Or you call us or however that works. I love that. (laughs) Thank you, my dear. Thank you. We have uh, next Sean calling from Seattle. He's kind of interested in color. So Sean, say hello to Mary Beckman. Hello, Mary. Hey there. Let's see what you call in for color. Okay, so your energy is kind of all over the board. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay, so what I'm going to do is ask you to um, come on into the golden column of light and the stargate, and I'd like you to see blue energy under your feet, very light blue. This is just going to settle you down. So imagine now you're laying on that light blue crystal. And I'd like you to say out loud, I call in. I call in. Grounding into. Grounding into. The poles of new earth. A pole of new earth. The poles of new earth. Oh, the poles of new earth. Okay, now feel yourself spin. Can you feel that? It's like a turn. Yes. Yep, just do it. Just keep doing it. Okay, now here comes some rings of light over you. Solid gold, emerald, diamond, pink diamond, tanzanite. Rose quartz, amethyst, diamond, solid gold, emerald, one more clear and the sacred geometry of the archangels please okay uh clearing off shock infinite love and gratitude clearing anger infinite love and gratitude clearing sadness infinite love and gratitude does he need number one number two number three number four is it one is it two is it three self-love and flow okay so your energy is really open now can you tell that sean yes Okay, so meditate on that light blue, kind of like pretty Seattle blue with a little bit of cloudy in there, and you'll settle your chili right down. Did we lose you? No, I'm here. Yes, yeah, I am. I'm thinking about the last clear day we had. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's been raining for a while. Okay. All right. All right. Good, good for you. Go out and have a good day. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Nice to hear from that Y chromosome. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to make sure that we get to before the end of the hour, and if you are holding, continue to hold because we're we're going to get to you. Um, Mary, we were talking about daily rituals earlier, and in your book, you have your own daily ritual, which... I think would be helpful for anybody who is interested in this whole topic, the whole topic of healing. So what is it that you do when you get up in the morning? What are your rituals? What I do is usually I'm just so excited when I open my eyeballs, I just say, holy ones, thank you so much. I'm so much, I'm in so much gratitude to be here in this cushy bed with my three chihuahuas in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to be home back home because I was traveling a lot. Um, And then when I put my feet on the floor, I have already prayed. I've already reunited with my body. And so after astral travel the night before you want to reunite. So I have these reunification and grounding words that I usually tend to say different parts of it, but I tell people who are uh, new to me who come for reading, I tell them go through all of it and read it every day and do this at least once or twice So it's, I call into unity, my body, mind, spirit, and emotions. I call back my power. 
So I call back my power. I call back the energy I sent forth into the future, which is just a, you know, you don't want to do that. And you want to call back anything that is in the past. So pretty soon you're all together and then you ground, okay, ground in the poles of new earth. That's very important because this is not old earth. This is not your grandfather's earth. This is brand new stuff and you are a 2.0 human at this point. I command a rise in the highest frequency easily. Do that every day. And then you can ground in the crystal core of 12D new earth. There's instructions on that, but that's kind of the older thing I used to do. I call in the golden column of light. Anybody can do that through the central sun. Comes in through the central sun, through our portal sun, through us and into the earth. It's really important to call that in. That's like a battery that makes everything bigger, quicker, faster, more solid. And then, uh, you know, removing and releasing cords is a good thing to do all day. No cutting. You want to remove them. You want to hand them back. You want to get rid of them somehow. Okay. And then I call in St. Germain and the violet plasma every day. I do the, the um, violet flame in my house and in my body. And then I call in the archangel sacred geometry. Once you know how to do that, you can just just say, I call in the archangel sacred geometry. I called it in for that per that first person. So that person's got it now. <laughs> and then if you're still feeling crappy after five minutes, you go to page two. So page two is, am I hydrated? And I'd have to say for everybody, that'd be a no. <laughs> um, yeah. Am I hungry? Am I in my body? Am I over-focused? Over-focused is huge. People get stuck on stuff and the brain goes on a chase. Am I tired? Do I have low energy? Do I need to meditate? Have I said my yeses and nos? You know, you have to vote all day, right? What do I vote for? I vote for a one world government held by the indigenous grandmothers. <laughs> That's what I pray for every day. <laughs> I love that. Come on. I love that. And, there, and there's some more stuff there on it, but it really is things that you can just do every day. But usually I'm just happy and grateful that my eyeballs are waking up and here I am. And, you know, here in Tacoma, it's a nice place. Don't move here. A great way to start the day is to start with gratitude. That's for sure. And and I like how you're you're saying you need to call back your your mind, your body, your spirit all together because we have been somewhere else in our sleep. And and so it's good to say, you know, now I'm back here in this 3D earth and I want to call back everything to this experience of this day. Because I know sometimes I, I wake up a little foggy in the morning. I've, I've been elsewhere. I've been traveling at night. <laughs> you, you have. You're a mover and shaker on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have another caller who's been patiently waiting, and that's Harriet from Seattle. Harriet, say hello to Mary Beckman. And do you have a question for her? Oh, yeah. I, this is Harriet, Mary, and I know each other. And, um, I'm going to get your new book, and I just see if you could just I will lose some energy on my uh, on my shoulders. I uh, you know be yes. So and call back something. <laughs> it okay. needs to be called back. Okay, how you doing, Harry? It's good to talk to you. Okay, oh, I'm good, but then yeah, I'm good. Let's, I'm good to always let's... hear your voice, and I, I'm and I, I'm I'm impressed and and experience your healing so i mean for people who maybe have not experienced it uh yeah she's the truth <laughs> all right uh testimony that's awesome okay so let's take care of you let's take a look so holy one missy the reverend okay so i do need to adjust you so go ahead and say i call into unity i call into unity my body mind and spirit my body mind and spirit i call back my emotions I call back my emotions. 
I call back my power. I call back my power. I call back my thoughts from the future and the past. I call back my thought from the future and the past. And I ground into. And I ground into. The poles of new earth. The poles of new earth. Okay, so you're about three, four inches back. So seriously, if you can just do that every day, that's going to be great. I can send you that little doohickey, uh, the little piece of paper if you want me to. Now, what I'd like to do is do some codes because your spirit's calling that in. So I'd like you to go down a path that's made of kind of like just silvery green energy, silvery green. Okay, so just see your, your bare feet walking down that crystal path. And we're going to call in the first code, which is the mind and emotions code that I was giving everybody earlier. So let's do that. So here it comes. And I clear what's over your head and what's over your head and what's down here. Holy ones, I clear. And I open those locks. One and two and three and four. Okay, so let's see where you're at. Wow, that really got you back. Okay, so what we want to do here is we want to clear what's behind. Is that past energy? Is that... Okay, whatever that is, Holy One, we don't know. We're going to clear it, and then we're going to go to some codes. So Holy Ones for Harriet, is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? Okay, so I clear that. That's past life depression or maybe old depression somehow. Past life because your hands turned backwards, and then do I have one more? No. So let's look at your energy. Okay, can you tell me, do you feel different, dear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling even my shoulder, my, my right shoulder, uh, it has a little bit more uh, flexibility in it. So, yes. Mm-hmm. OK, but what I want to do now is I want to work on your shoulder really quick. Okay, OK, so imagine that you're holding a big piece of wood on your back. It's yeah. just like a, okay. like you build a like a rebar, maybe uh, not a rebar, but a thing you build like a um, something with. OK, I'm just going to clear it. One, two, three. OK, and then one, two, three, four. And then we're going to go one and two. I'm really pushing Harriet because I know her. We've worked together. So, um, Harriet, what I want you to do is feel that pink light all around you. Holy Mother Mary light. Yeah. And just bring in that ball of earth. So see the earth as a representation, a pretty little crystal in front of you. Go ahead and bring that into your heart. You just need to ground a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you are fully into the flow. We're going to hit you with the flow code. Here it comes. <sighs> Okay, you're good, my dear. I hope you feel better. Oh, yes. Thank you, Mary. All righty. Hello to the to, to the guest, to the host uh, of the show. But, uh, yeah, Mary's my friend. She's a, she's great. She's a great healer. Praise God <laughs> to you. Thank you, Mary. Yes, she is. Thank you, Mary. Thank yes, you, we, are, we, are, we love us some Mary Beckman. We are sold <laughs> yeah, we on do. her. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One of the things that you write in your book, uh, The Art of of Your Energy, is at the heart of every symptom or illness is an unhealed emotional pattern or loop. Bodies reflect what is happening in our minds. I, I still think that we're trying to figure out how our bodies are kind of separate we can just take those to the doctor or the healer and and get them fixed and it doesn't have anything to do with our stinking thinking and yet it does and the question that you ask in the book that i think is is well worth people spending time with is does my diet and lifestyle support my body mind and spirit that is a really good question. And from the people that I've talked to, Mary, I think most of them would say no. 
my, my diet and my lifestyle do not support my body, mind, and spirit. That is a huge commitment. But when you're talking about the whole of you, healing all of you, emotional, physical, and spiritual, you really can't separate those things out. You know, you we'll really heal can. one thing, but not the other. It's a package deal, is it not? It is a package deal. And once people know exactly what's going on in the human, you will want to support it. Because if you support all of those parts of you, you are going to rise into other frequencies and higher frequencies will cause all kinds of stuff to unfold. And so even if it's just drinking more water, even if it's just eliminating fast food, even if it's just watching a really great breathing technique on YouTube, something like that. Try something new. If you feel like doing new stuff, maybe once a day, try something new. Anything is going to cause you to feel a little bit different. But the thing is, I would say right now in October, 2021, you really got to fix your thinking. Thinking yes. is causing problems. That is yeah. what we're feeling yeah. right now is we're feeling other people feeling sad, having great losses, feeling grief stricken and yeah. being angry about different things. And society really supports that. I have to say, there's not a place you can't look to be angry if you want to, <laughs> but once you figure out that's not helping any, and that you can really become a lot more peaceful by doing things like supporting your diet. I can't tell you how much more peaceful I feel when my diet is clear. And I have to say right now, when I was traveling, my diet's not clear. I've been eating anything that doesn't eat me first, but for some reason I didn't gain anything and I feel, you know, somewhat okay, but boy, will I feel a lot better when I clean it out, which is my next trick. Right. But really it's the thoughts. So any type of meditation that you can do, I just sat through one today with Nancy, Rebecca, it was the most beautiful blue light movement meditation ever. If you want to find that, just go on blue light movement on Facebook. You can see her on YouTube. Anybody that you love for meditation, Steve Nobel is one of my favorites also. So that's going to help. It's going to help. You can't, you can't just, you can't just help one part of you. You kind of got to yes. think of all of you. Yes. An integrated approach. That is yep. for sure. Yep. Mary Beckman, we're always delighted. We love having you with us. Let's do it again real soon and see how many people tune in. It'll be a lot. How many of those folks can we help? And maybe how can they help us? Because we have this cauldron of wisdom going on every time you show up. I'm going to put on my warlock hat, make a few noises, and we'll provide some good to the community thereby on Zoom next time. All right. Well, thank you all so much. It was a pleasure. And I'm going to remember you. that part about thinking. It gets in my way. Oh, it gets in everybody's <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Jupiter Rising, yep. Eileen Grimes doing her thing. Yep. Next Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific. Next Saturday, 10 a.m. Pacific. We are Halloween themed. So put on your costume, tune in, and we'll have ourselves a scary good time. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Let this be the start for the continuation of a great weekend.